Morgan Wallen has officially begun his media apology tour. Let's take a look at his first interview with Michael Strahan today with Brittany Vance and Buddy Young on the Music Universe podcast. Hey guys. Hello, you two. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Hey, y'all. Doing good. I'm fine. I've been sitting in here in my little closet for last half hour. Just got done with some other things. Been excited to talk about this because I, I have some thoughts on um, this one. And Brittany, we, we don't want to talk about the Morgan Wallen thing without your perspective uh, because um, this, this kind of thing is more your scene. Um, I'll just start off. I, I think Michael Strahan was very combative, but it was needed. What do you think, Brittany? No, I think he did amazing. And I think the questions that he asked were ones that I think even maybe Morgan and his team wanted to answer. I think, um, I think around the board, this is what both of them wanted. So I think the interview went, went the way both of them would have wanted it to go. Yeah. I, um, I don't feel he was combative. I felt like he asked really good questions questions that maybe you and I wouldn't have asked as far as right. you know, if he was the first interview because he just went there I mean he straight up yeah. asked him about you know is that something that is that a word you normally use um, you know obviously I, I see what ABC did they they asked a black uh, a, a black host reporter correspondent if you will to you know take on the interview I think that was a, a good thing yeah. to do because it it could show his Michael's perspective of it. So I, I think it was well done. It was. It, I actually like that, that Michael was as direct as he was because sometimes Michael's pieces are a little fluffier. So that was really the first kind of journalistic piece that I've seen Strahan do. Morgan Wallen came across as unpolished, which was important, unvarnished, mm-hmm. uh, and honest. Of course, you'll have the people who think calling bullshit. But here's the problem. Here's the problem as I see it. And, and Brittany, I saw that you were dealing with this on Twitter earlier today. Uh, but I actually agreed with not you, but the, the person you retweeted. Um, the sort of branding country music as racist. Michael, I, I think it was more of a slip up on his part in what I call the anchor chat. All of these package pieces are, are sort of... Um, weighted by or not weighted but but bookended by what what de- what they call desk chat or anchor chit chat and strahan said something to the to the effect of uh that that insinuated that the fact that his that morgan wallen's sales rose when when the controversy hit instead of going down spoke to racism in country music as opposed to the uh, and then he juxtaposed that with the empathy and class and dignity that black people showed Morgan throughout uh, throughout the ordeal. And I just, I think that's a wrong assessment because I think we kind of ended up having the wrong conversation um, about this. Certainly the N-word should never be used by anybody. And I don't think as a, as a white person, I have the opinion that nobody, no races should use that word. I understand the, the, that, a lot of people in the black community feel they want to use it to kind of take the word back. And I totally get that. But what you have happen is you have these white chuckleheads who begin to use the N word 
as a term of endearment among themselves with no regard for the history of the word. And what happened is Morgan Walling got branded as racist. He was using a racial slur. I think that was the wrong conversation. I think the conversation we should have had was how did we get to where white people feel they can use the N-word so casually in non-racialized contexts? And what does that mean? Because certainly it was still wrong for him to use it, but we'd be, Morgan Wallen would not have sat down with Michael Strahan. We, we would have no more Morgan Wallen if he was caught on tape looking a black person in the eyes and saying, you're a bleep or get away from me, you bleep. It's two different uses, both of them wrong, but we ended up having the conversation that made him out to be a racist when really we should be having the conversation about why is this racist word so pervasive among whites who use it, who use it casually. Sorry to go on and on, but th those are my thoughts. And I, I feel like Michael did a great job of asking, you know, Morgan, is this a word you use so casually among your friends? But we did, it was against the background of you're a racist when that's not the point, when I don't think that was the point at all. So my views on this have kind of evolved over the last couple of months. No, and I certainly would agree with that. But a lot of people think a lot of different things. You have, you know, you have some black people who say it's racist. I know some who say it's not. He's just ignorant. There's, mm -hmm. I mean, the world is so big and so wide. There's so many different viewpoints. And I would say that no matter what your viewpoint is, that that's okay. You, you know, people can feel how they feel. But I do think Michael's point as to his sales skyrocketed because of racism. We do have a problem. I mean, okay. we maybe we don't because we're white, but black artists do have a problem. I mean, when I watch people call Mickey Guyton, um, you know, they call her son ugly or nappy headed and he's a baby. I mean, we're talking about a baby. Mm -hmm. That is pure racism. I mean, I see it all the time the way fans direct their anger toward black country artists, Kane Brown gets it for no, for no reason. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it, we do have a problem and we really do need to do better to make sure that our artists, you know, no matter what their race is, that they feel welcome. Um, you know, the, I'll just connect my point and then buddy, I know it's been a little bit since you've talked, but, I just want to connect my point. I think what the fans responded to because uh, was not them being racist and making a point against black people. I think they were making a point against the severity and swiftness of what had happened. And they said, you know what? No, we forgive him already. We don't need this time in order to forgive him. We're just, we're going to show our support in this way because the way the media and entities have handled this with cancel culture has gotten completely out of hand. And I think you saw that. I think that was reflected in the sales. And I think it was very smart of Morgan to say, I'm going to take the profits of the set sales and I'm going to donate to, to these black organizations. Very, very smart move. Does not, uh, you know, distances himself from profiting off of the controversy. But I think we saw it not as a response to, you know what? Yeah, we're going to be racist and anybody should use that word. It was a response to, this is so swift and he, he didn't even say it in a in a nasty way. He used it with his bros and his buddies. And this is the reaction. And we don't agree with that. Sorry, buddy, if you want to chime in here. Right. Don't want no, to step I, in. 
I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, it obviously wasn't used to be racist towards anybody. Like he, like he said in the interview, he, he was ignorant towards it. And I think anybody that uses that word is. In fact, um, Michael asked him about it and I'll quote, he said, it just happened, you know, I was around some of my friends and you know, we say dumb stuff together. And it was in our minds, it's playful. That sounds ignorant, yep. but that's really where it came from and it's wrong. So he admitted that it's wrong, but he also admitted when Michael asked him if it's something that he uses frequently, he kind of re, you know, he, he said, and I'll quote again, I wouldn't say frequently, no, no, not frequently. It was just around a certain group of friends, I would say. It's one of my best friends he was, we were all clearly drunk. I was asking his girlfriend to take him because he was drunk and he was leaving. I didn't mean it in any derogatory manner at all, but he had time to think about it. Whereas the industry swiftly reacted, they, mm -hmm. yes, canceled him. He's been the highest, well, he, he was the highest case of cancel culture before Chrissy Teigen, <laughs> who started all this to begin with, typically with that. But he, his fans didn't have a chance to react before somebody else came in and said, no, you're, we're pulling you. So I think that was, yes, it was backlash towards the media outlets that just decided to pull it because they were, the media outlets were afraid if they didn't react quick enough that they would be next on that cancel culture list and be attacked for allowing a so-called racist to be played across their airwaves. So I, I think it's just, it, it's that, uh, it's just that uh, culture that we're in, unfortunately, that if you do something wrong, you don't really have a chance to redeem yourself before you kind of lose it all. Now, within a month, or I'd say a month later, you know, we even reported, we were hearing reports that radio stations started to play his music again. Quietly. He's got a new single out. Um, he does reappear as of uh, last month on a big loud records website. However, Republic records to this day still has not uh, put his likeness back on their website. So I, I don't know what that relationship is there. I, I did reach out previously to one of the labels and I've not heard back, which I kind of didn't expect, but his album, I mean, it's been at the top of the charts for 24 weeks. And, is that consecutive? Uh, you know, I, that I am not sure. I, I heard, actually didn't realize it was 24 weeks until Michael said it, but I, I've been covering because, it. It because was 10, I, consecu 10 or 11 consecutive weeks. Mm -hmm. I think it probably fell off and went back um, because uh, I think Justin Bieber outed him from number one when his album. No, it's the, it was the country charts. So Right, but then the top Billboard Top 200 is what I was initially thinking of for 10 uh. <clears throat> yes 24th i believe for the, the billboard country but um you know six of those weeks on the billboard top 200 were without any support from the industry right all the fans now Brittany, i want to ask <clears throat> i want to shift gears from morgan here and ask well first of all let me before we switch gears what has the sentiment been in your household in terms of what's happened to Morgan, what the response has been, what is your son, who I know is a, is a fan of his, what has your son said, what has your son done, and what has your personal feeling been? 
And let, let me let me interject uh, for fan for listeners that don't know, Brittany has a half black son, so um, he's a big fan. So go ahead, Britt. Um, yeah, I have a I have a black fiance, and both of my children are half black. Um, my ten year old, um, he'll be eleven in a few weeks. I can't believe it, but he wow. um, initially um, he was just waiting to see what was going to happen. We, we heard the news. I told him about it. I said, it's your decision to make. I gave him none of my opinions. I just shared the news with him. He watched the video. Um, I explained he was drunk. I explained he said it to a white guy. Um, I gave him all the information and he did what he wanted to with it. My son said to me, um, I think, he, you know, I'll just not listen to his music until we see what's happening moving forward. When Morgan put the first apology out that said he was going to take some time away, my son watched that video and he said he felt comfortable um, with that apology and that he felt that it was sincere enough that he could forgive and move on. Now, for myself, and you know, I've met Morgan a lot. I mean, I met Morgan before he was the star that he is. Um, I, I was a little upset. I, I was a little disappointed. So for me, it's taken me much longer to move along. You know, my son has wore his T-shirt. He still listens to him. I have not. Um, but after t- after seeing that today, I do feel a little better. I think that he has a long way to go. But, you know, donating the money, I was pleased with that. Um, he did look checked out. He did look as if he's still lost in this whole scenario. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think he wants to understand, but I don't think that he really gets it because he's just a white boy from a very small town. And I think it's, it's hard for him to grasp it, but I think he wants to, you know, this is the thing where, you know, the media narrative can warp the truth because it just, when he said the one lie is, do you use it often? Now, if you if you're saying it while you're drunk, you say it while you're sober in that context, I'm not going to say he uses it, you know, in the negative derogatory way. But if he uses it with his with his friend group, uh, he probably uses it sober. And I have to say, I'm sorry, uh, don't act so shocked. This is how white rural rednecks talk. (laughs) They use stupid words. They say stupid shit. I, I grew up around it. I never did it to my memory, I've never used that because I, I just, I don't like that word at all. I don't like that word in any context, but that is how white rural rednecks talk to each other. And that is Morgan's background. So in a way, the fact that he uses it, I'm going to get so much shit for saying this almost makes him more authentic because he didn't learn how to polish up the negative sides of himself before fame, the fame happened so quickly. Now he'll probably never use it again. He's probably learned that lesson that, oh, it is actually bad for me to use this. But what we saw there was how I know a lot of redneck boys to talk. I'm sorry, it happens. It is this, it is because these people who don't know the history behind it use it in a very, very deracialized way that could still be very hurtful depending upon who ends up hearing you say it. So just don't fucking say it. Right. No, I agree. Growing up in Appalachia, I know a lot of white people who use that word that way. Um, Mm -hmm. And even today, you know, if you never leave your small town, if you just don't know, you know, and people are like, well, he's 27 years old. He has to know. But that's not always true. Like 
I've, I've lived in the city 10 years and I still feel like I don't know certain things that people from here know. And I'm still, you know, behind a lot of ways because of where I came from. So, you know, I, I'm happy that he's at least trying, attempting to do the work, but I would like to see just a little more from him as far as understanding the history and even though he said it playfully, you know, I would just like a little more from him as far as education and learning. I still feel like he he's trying to get it, but he just don't right. understand. No, I, I sense that, too. I want to switch gears here while we're talking about race. And I want to talk about Walker Hayes. And you might go, what the hell? Where, where are we do? Where are we going here? I know where you're going with this. But what would you say? I know where you're going with this. And Brittany, you might suspect uh, where I'm going with this. And Brittany, this question is to you. Um, that song, uh, Fancy Like, which is catchy. I hate that. It, I don't like it at all. I think it's one of these bro country affronts to country music. But if you watch the music video. Okay. First of all, it was a TikTok sensation and it skyrocketed to the top of whatever country singles charts, whatever. But <laughs> it was a TikTok trend. And then you watch the music video and this old ass white boy with gray hair in his beard is throwing hands in this video like he's fucking Kane Brown or some shit. And I'm sorry, but no, you want to people want to bitch about cultural appropriation. Look at that video that it going to be fancy. Life. What the hell are you doing? What the that is ripping off black artists. That is something Mickey Guyton and Jimmy Allen and Darius Rucker should be pissed about. Because not only are you taking beats, then you're trying to be, you're trying to be white boy, saggy pants, uh, hip hop artist. And I'm sorry, that's wrong. So Brittany, please respond because I've been at a loss ever since I, that music video scarred me because it is so obvious what he's trying to rip off. I couldn't make okay, so I haven't seen the music video, but um, I follow Walker. I, I watch his TikToks. I see his his videos. Um, and you know what? I truly blank. So he has some older children who are like teenagers. <laughs> and I truly think he's just trying to be like the cool dad that like, you know, kind of rips off the, the children's sayings and the cool things that his teenagers are doing. Yeah. I really get that vibe. Like he's just trying to be cool. And I don't even know if he realizes it or not. I wasn't, I'm not offended by it, but I thought, you know, it's funny you said that about the gray hair, because when I watched some of his videos, I'm like, you know, he's like getting down all sex. Like some of his moves are like sexy moves. And here he is with like, you know, the gray beard. And I, I thought the same thing. I thought he was so, a young guy until I saw that video. He's 42. Yeah. 41, 42. And you know what? That ain't old. He actually looks older than he is, but he's still a good looking guy. I'm not going to, not going to say yeah, that. He, I don't he's want, very good looking. I'm not, I don't want to nag on him. I, I do like him on the whole, but I think this is a misstep. And I think he has just, he has just clowned himself. Well, with it, this listen. song. It was a so-called misstep that got to number one. No, that was TikTok. I'm well, sorry. That is the almighty algorithm that seems to rule our lives these days. No, this is, this is, oh God, this is why I hate fucking TikTok. I know. Shit okay, go like ahead. Your turn to rant, buddy. Your turn to rant. Uh, 
Brittany, I don't know what I know. My daughter's 11 now, and she pushed me to do TikTok earlier this year. And I'm like, I lasted for five minutes. I'm not doing it. Shut up, man. I'm not doing it. I kept saying, finally, I did it. And then I got to the point. So I, I signed my own account, and then obviously us one. And, you know, you all, you both have the info and I don't know what you've done to it because at some point I had to tell me I'm, I'm done. She's like, well, why am I helping you? If you're done, I'm not going to do it. I go, no, this is what happens. People hire people to manage their accounts. Well, you're going to pay me. Uh, You get paid all the damn time. So yeah, I think so. But the fact is I don't look at it. She sends me stuff and I'm hesitant to click the videos to look. And I know when you're browsing Instagram now, most of those are TikToks because they just have it synced to their. You put them on real Instagram words, yeah. Yeah, now it comes through. But I mean, I started to delete my account. I don't know if I even deleted it or not. It might still be there. I don't even care anymore. But this is why I hate it because people have been so consumed on what that platform provides that. I'm not saying that people are not talented on there, but there are a lot of things, a lot of stupid things that become a viral hit and make people a shit ton of money that they wouldn't have. And okay, good, good for them. It's just, I hate the platform because there's just a lot of, a lot of bullshit with it. And I know that comes with everything, but there's just something with TikTok that irks me and it's a lot of the um just a a lot of the people that wouldn't normally be i guess famous are suddenly famous and i know a lot of singers have become big from it and that's great there's a country singer i can't think of her name offhand but she's at the point that i received the release that she signed with i believe sony or warner Mm -hmm. she had never even been to nashville and they signed her because of the TikTok craze. Okay, cool. But this is this is what I'm talking about. Stupid stuff like this. We had <laughs> we even had a guest on <clears throat> who became famous from TikTok, a country music star, Cooper Allen. Yeah. He's really talented and he's really he's been really smart about how to really make the following work for him rather than just be passive. Um <clears throat> He's on tour now with another music uh, act that I follow. And I think one and a female artist who I think is one of their girlfriends. I'm not sure. Um, and she's at, and that's a, and it's a really interesting package show that people get to go see if they follow them on TikTok because the, you know, you follow the links and the bios to, to buy the tickets. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm scratchy throat there, but um, yeah. So Brittany, social media expert extraordinaire. What do you think of TikTok? Oh, I don't have it. My kids don't have it. Um, so I'm like not the one. I'm I'm your Instagram gal. Mm-hmm. As of this writing is kind of uh, down or something weirds going on, so that's why <clears throat> there may not be posts that you're used to seeing. Because uh, I know Brittany, we appreciate you getting on there and sharing, uh, highlighting new music that comes out on Friday. So we'll at some point that'll happen when when the accounts are fixed but uh you know i'm kind of surprised to hear you don't have it i i figured you would uh you would play into that because you're so social savvy um i i'm social savvy but i i have my favorites and uh, you know i i don't want to get flack of being a tiktok hater i just uh, i've seen the film too where a lot of these are bought 
and that's right. all the, all the the problem is tiktok is encouraging see i have to add to my rant now the problem is tiktok is encouraging people to rip off other music rip off other cultures and rip off beats that have trended before for for no, for nothing other than clout if walker hayes actually now Brittany, i take your point that he's might be looking to his children for inspiration but what are his children doing they're on tiktok if if Walter Walter Walker Hayes, <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. If Walker Hayes, bad. what? Are you watching Breaking Bad? No, but I, I am a Breaking Bad fan. If Walker Hayes were truly artistically interested in creating that song, great, fine. But that song reeks of clout chasing, and I'm mm -hmm. in any genre. I'm just like, come on, blinding lights. Oh. Speaking of clout chasing, can we? Okay, speaking of clout chasing and hip hop, have you guys seen the um, the new Cardi B video where she's like with? Um, I think I'm pronouncing it right because my accent, Normani, I think that's her name. Um, they they do a song together and they're like holding each other naked. Sorry, and now you said Cardi B. Oh I'm gonna go look me. that shit up. And okay, now, somebody's on, now And now people are saying they're queer baiting. Yes, and, and that's the thing on TikTok too. You get these straight guys that are that queer bait with lots of end safe for work uh, things. These straight guys that have the OnlyFans, and it's well, this is this is the problem I have with TikTok. We're we're headed down the slippery slope of social media that was warned about decades ago. Uh, it's here, and I'm sorry, but you have people who are making livings, making a living just off of. Um, being hot. Okay, that used to be called a modeling career. I understand that. But that used to be about building relationships with brands and doing something for brands and, and <clears throat> modeling Calvin Klein underwear or Ralph Lauren polos or whatever else. This is just somebody posts a thirst trap video of them on um, in front of their bathroom mirror and they get a cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. That's yeah. horrible. It's well, horrible. We're going to have a generation of people we're going to have a generation of people who have no skills other than their own attractiveness, which I'm sorry, <clears throat> speaking from, you know, experience over here is going to go away. <laughs> Buddy, you know what I'm talking about. Under 30. The, um, you couldn't have said it better as far as my hatred for TikTok. It's where I feel a lot of the, you know, there's the Twitter trolls, of course, but a lot of the cancel culture is coming from TikTok. It's coming from the Generation Z where everyone is just offended by everything. I, I don't know if you heard the uh, Cleveland Indians are now changing their name. I knew it was a matter of time. <laughs> the Guardians. And they narrowed that down from over 1,200 different names over the past year or so. So, and hey, I'm all for at least they picked a name here in my beautiful district. We went from the Redskins, we went from the Redskins to the Washington football team. Yeah, yes, we did. That's well, no shit. A little weird. Yeah. Sorry, continue, buddy. Well, I mean, that's a little weird, but you know, when you look at the, the name of the Indians, and this is just, an example they've been around i believe at that name since like 1915 mm -hmm. so you're talking over 100 years of a name that you've got a sensitive group of people that are you know forcing i feel like forcing all this and 
You know, that doesn't make someone racist in my eyes. So I, and, and the same thing, I didn't really get to comment too much on the country music and racism thing. I've, yes, I've seen Mickey's tweets. I've, I've not seen too much about, I've not really heard much outside of Brittany, what you just said about what they were calling her son. That, that's absolutely ridiculous. But when they group country music in general as racist because it's more of a white, uh, you know, whites dominated and blacks aren't getting the uh, airplay. I don't know if it's personally, I don't know if it's just, I don't know what it is, but I think uh, a lot of the music from no matter what race you are lately is just, it's not my cup of tea. So uh, maybe if the music was better, it would get played more. I, I don't know. <laughs> Right. I really don't. I, I don't know that race has anything to do with it as much as <clears throat> some people are projecting it to be. Yeah, but they say that about women, too. And I don't believe that. Like some people say, well, if women made better music, it would get played. But I think a lot of women make way better music than what we hear today. Oh, yeah. like Absolutely. I'm just saying that that's an example. I, I don't know if that is something going on or or what that is. I, I just, I don't know why everything defaults to race when, when it's not getting the attention. And so, there's more nuanced conversations to have, right. you know, the conversation wasn't, Hey, who, who else is using the N word in a bro-y context, context who, sh who shouldn't be using it? You know, uh, it was, Oh my God, he must be racist because he knows and uses the N word. And I think, yeah it's the easier, more scapegoaty conversation to have. So, right. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just too much uh, of defaulting to that more than anything, as opposed to let's just figure out what, what it could be. Somebody's always quick to put a label on what this is or what that is. And then it becomes this. So mm -hmm. I, I think it would just be, a lot easier if people would stop defaulting to race. Maybe some of it has to do with it, but I don't believe everything that's going on. Yeah. And you know what I would like to see personally? I see a lot of white people doing, doing the talking. Like my whole Twitter is just filled with white women talking about who's racist and who should do this. I would love to hear like black people speak up because it's there's And the same thing with mm -hmm. the Indians, like, all those people that are against that name, it's mostly, you know, white people who are just looking to stand up for a cause and they don't even really understand themselves. I, right. You know, I'm, I'm native. I, I, you know, I'm my great great grandmother was full blood um, Shawnee and I, I'm native. And I just all the people that I know, um, I can't speak for every tribe. I do not. I can't. I can just speak for who I know. Nobody's offended by their by that name of the sports team. So, you know, you have a lot of people standing up for other people, which is fine. I'm one of those people. I will stand up for it when I need to, you know, but we have to let those groups of people lead so we all can do, you know, do better and stand behind them and support them. But they need to be the ones to lead the conversations. I'm so sick of just seeing a bunch of white people angry and they don't even understand why they're angry. Right. And that's kind of what I'm getting at with the whole TikTok thing is somebody just 
fires off something and then now suddenly everybody makes this a thing because I don't think most people had an issue with the name change or, or the name at all of the Indians or the Redskins or whatever. I think it's just a group has made it become this huge cultural divide that they felt like they had no choice but to change it. That's what I'm talking. And that's not just TikTok, but I feel like a lot of it has stemmed from there over the last year because people just have been bored out of their minds and want to bitch about something. Right. Well, I think that's great. We could go on and on all day about this. I know we could. Uh, so I think we should just leave it there. For the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening. And be sure to keep checking wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. has got to say thank you. We got to say thanks to Brittany. I wasn't done. Okay. Brittany, go ahead. Buddy said, Buddy said he didn't grow up where ladies go first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, Matt went first. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe Matt says he wants to be a lady today. (laughs) Yeah. That kind of gay. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm Brittany. Thank you. And we're glad to have you, Brittany. And anytime uh, we can have these nice uh, roundtable type discussions on this show, it's always warranted because uh, I, I think this is a good, uh, a, a good thing to do uh, on occasion. So we'll definitely have you back and uh, glad you were able to join us uh, at uh, the time that we did this. Uh, I'm Buddy. So keep uh, checking us out at themusicuniverse.com and be sure to hit that subscribe button at the music. Uh, oh, it's tmupod.com, isn't it? I've, I'm just all over the place today. TMUpod.com. Get you hooked up to everywhere you can subscribe. So take care and uh, see you next time.